are geek-centric, and you can be too. What's up, geeks, and welcome back to the Geek-Centric Podcast. My name is Nate, and in this episode, the Force is strong with us as we talk about all things Star Wars. The final Rise of Skywalker trailer dropped, and we're going to give our, our three top three predictions for the film. But first, if you're joining us for the first time, this is a weekly show covering the world of film, television, gaming, toys and collectibles, and all things Geek-Centric. Joining me on the show yet again... We have the jubilant Jedi, Jayla. May the Force be with you, geeks. <laughs> and to his right, we have Kevin, the Kowakian monkey lizard, Hudson. This battle station is fully operational. <laughs> what is up, you guys? Yo. Hyped. Hyped. Yes. Right? Yes. Oh, man. I barely slept last night. <laughs> I, I mean, that trailer dropped and, the like, I mean, it's funny. I actually bought tickets before the trailer dropped. I mean, I can't think of too many movies that I've ever done that for. That's um, a good point. There must have been. Point. I think there was a delay because, like, I, did you watch it on cable, Kev? Yes, I actually did tune over to the football right, game. You've got to cable because yeah. you're old. Yeah. yeah, I'm an old man with cable. What, so. what time was that at? Uh, shortly after eight thirty, I think. I'm yes, not really See, keeping track. But did I you watch the football game? No, but I got alerts on my phone that it was halftime, and so I switched over. Smart. And and the guy was great. He he introduces the trailer. So I'm sure you all want me to stop talking right now. <laughs> oh, wouldn't that be nice? And he just you know nice. delayed it and delayed it. Let that anticipation build it was well done oh my gosh i mean we're gonna get into that trailer but uh first off i think maybe we should maybe talk a little bit about what you yeah do it let's do it um so what have i been doing i have been buying a lot of toys and collectibles for the funko pop collection okay right specifically specifically star wars i got all the star wars pops now God bless my wife. She was at the mall. <laughs> yeah. She she was at the mall with her sister. Yeah. And she calls me. She's like, Justin, EB has all the Star Wars pops. <laughs> I'm like, every single one? She's like, I'm looking at the back of the box. They have every single one. Actually, wait, except one. Oh, no, wait. That's an exclusive. So they don't have it. So they literally have every single one. <laughs> so I was just like, do it. So that was, <laughs> what, 16 total? About 16. 16 yeah. in one purchase? Yeah, and that's also including the Mandalorian. You got all the Mandalorian as well? Yeah, yes. Nice. Yeah. So I I got still, those. I'm missing one. I'm missing the little ugly guy. I don't know what his name is, but yeah. out of the series of four. <laughs> so yeah. spending lots of money, getting all of these pops. At, looking bring it, brings your collection up to how clo- many now? Close to, close to, I just checked actually. It's close to 250. 250. 250 Star, just Wars, Star pops. Wars pops. Just Star Jeez. Wars. That's not including everything else. Because I got a whole bunch of uh nycc stuff that finally came in the mail okay um haven't even touched it haven't even opened really? it but i and know what's in it yeah i know what's in it and i'm so. sure we can look forward to a future fun boxing episode oh you better believe with it. some mandalorians oh you better believe it rise of skywalker there will mm-hmm. definitely be a rise of skywalker oh yeah we, oh. we're already we've already been hashing out i do the voice of dio maybe there we oh. Go. oh that's what perfect. he sounds like perfect <laughs> No, we we got we got some ideas. We got some great ideas for how we want to do our our Star Wars bit. Yeah, um, it's gonna be fun. It's gonna Sweet. be a lot of fun. I'm excited. That's why I wanted to do it. Is I wanted to make sure that we had all the pops. 
that we were ready. And that's to come. a lot more fun than the collection I'm trying to track down for a video in November, uh, Frozen. Oh gosh. So yeah, I would have rather gotten uh, dibs on the Star Wars line than <laughs> Frozen. But, Did you get uh, that giant horse? That uh, I, I don't have called? the water horse. The thing water yet, knock. But uh, <laughs> but if I have to, I will. Very cool. Well, speaking of uh, you know going places and buying things. Um, I actually had a chance to uh, go to EGLX, which is the Enthusiast Gaming Live Expo. Um, Kevin, thank you so much for letting me ditch the last, I guess that was more of the recovery day of your bachelor party. Yes, you didn't miss much. <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of sleeping. A lot of sleeping and yeah. football on the TV, so there you, you didn't miss. Oh, uh, we gamed. We gamed a little bit. A we little played bit. some. We played some. But it, as the fact that the, the group was smaller, yeah. it was like, eh. You know what I mean? It was a lot funner with it. Yeah, it was great. It was so much fun. We went to Casa Loma. We did an escape. We did two escape rooms, and uh, and then we stopped over at the rec room as well. Uh, it was a fantastic time. Yeah, it was great awesome. Time. A really good time. Um, but on the Sunday of the weekend, um, I, I stopped over at EJLX, the Enthusiast Gaming Live Expo. Um, it's the first time I've ever been to that uh, that con, the convention, um, and it's a gaming. It's a competitive gaming convention. So they've got. Um, you know, the, the world's leading Super Smash Brothers players and Overwatch players and what have you. Um, and they're, they're all there doing their thing. And it, it's, you know, we've been to Fan Expo before. You know, you remember Fan Expo on a Sunday. Well, imagine the opposite of that. It's extremely chill. It was like I could spread my arms out and swing around and stuff like that. But it was super cool because we got mixtures of um, gaming culture, you know, a lot of gaming stuff to purchase, retro video games, might have bought a, a few Game Boy carts and things like that. Um, but also Artist Alley was filled with more gaming-centric um, artists that were making some That's really cool. cool pieces. That's cool. And, uh, and yeah, and then I, um, I actually got a chance to play some games that aren't going to be coming out maybe ever. <laughs> they were like really early level stage in development games. So oh, that's kind of cool. It was a lot of fun. What kind of games? What kind of games? Just like a party game, mostly party games playing off the Smash Brothers thing. Right, right. Um, but, like but group these dynamic. Were, but these were games that were made by like, these look like people younger than me, students in school that are that's cool. bringing them and shopping out and finding ideas. It was oh, awesome. that's awesome. And, and I noticed on your Instagram that you got, you seemed excited to be meeting a few different people. Yeah, yeah. Um, I actually got like... to meet, um, so I got to meet Greg Miller uh, again, uh, who's from Kind of Funny. Uh, him and Andy Cortez and Nick Scarpino, uh, they are on a podcast, uh, the Kind of Funny podcast. Um, you know, they've got all sorts of podcasts. They literally do a podcast every single day. Um, and so I've been following them and they, they really are kind of a big inspiration for me in wanting to make this sort of thing happen and, and to push the the creative side of my brain and and work on the YouTube channel and work on this podcast. So they they're, they're kind of a big influence for me to kind of really do it um, yeah. and just do it. So they're, they're super cool guys. Do it. Do it. Do it. <laughs> we might hear that again at some point. <laughs> and then one last thing I wanted to mention, I did get a chance to visit Modulicious. Um, is a gentleman, you may have watched our Fan Expo uh, haul video where I bought way too many things. <laughs> and uh, Justin, in his haul, he got this really cool bust of a Darth Vader Almost like Shakespearean Darth Vader. Oh, yeah. Theater. I love it. So cool. And uh, and so um, this guy, Paul, uh, from Modulicious, I, I reached out to him on Instagram, and I saw two pieces that I really wanted of the of this sort of almost paint drip uh, Darth Vader and Stormtrooper. And I uh, originally intended to get one, and I got both because they just 
work so well together. Um, so look forward to seeing those maybe in some future Instagram posts or something oh, like yeah. that. We'll see if we can I think we maybe should share, share that with you. Yeah, they're pretty cool. Sure. They're yeah. super cool, especially with everything going on with the world of Star Wars. Kevin, whatcha? Um, and now this might seem like a deviation from our Star Wars theme at first, but I promise it is going somewhere. Okay. Um, but uh, these two gentlemen obviously know, and for any audience uh, members out there who know me, know uh, I'm actually getting married in January in Woo! the new year. Um, so there's been a lot of planning that obviously goes along with that. Mm -hmm. um, but I think the thing I'm most excited about, and don't tell my future wife this, as, <laughs> as the big day will be wonderful, but three days later yes, on... January 24th, the three of us and some other close friends and family will be hopping on a shuttle to Batu. I cannot wait. And uh, doing the Galaxy's Edge thing. Oh, and yeah. So that's been probably my favorite part of the wedding planning is is getting all of our things locked down for that. Yeah. So Because um, I think that's going to be one heck of a day for, for everyone. Yeah, man. So what are our reservations for that day? We've got three major reservations. Yeah, right? we've got the uh, the Droid Depot. Droid Depot. I think that's first. What are you going to build? A BB-8 or a, or a BB Droid? or a uh, That one I'm actually letting Sarah do. Okay. We're, we're each going to do one of the two builds. Oh, so, cool. So she'll make this thing as cute as she possibly I'm can, sure. I'm sure. So yeah. she's very much looking forward that's, that's to that. That's a really good idea. That's a good yeah. idea. Yeah. Cool. Um, and then uh, we've got uh, just a few hours later, we're going to be going over to Savvy's Workshop to build ourselves some lightsabers. Yeah, baby. I mean, don't say that too loud. They you know, they might be listening. That's true. I'm That's supposed true. to talk about scrap metal. We're going to the scrap metal. <laughs> buy some scrap metal. Yeah, see, I'm going to have to study up on all the lingo that we're going to need to know. <laughs> Bright suns, as <laughs> yes, they say. Yes. To the cool. spire. To the spire. There you go. Yeah, yeah see, see I've, I've getting some it. stuff. We've watched a few <laughs> Disney vlogs. Um, um, and, and then, then our last uh, one. Yeah, we get to go into Oga's Cantina oh, for uh, yes. some refreshments. Which yes. uh, there, there's that's gonna be fun. I mean, I, I'm not a I'm not a drinker, but I obviously I'll have to partake. Two drink a, minimum. Gotta, yeah. I'm. Uh, no, I think it's two drink maximum. Actually. Oh, is that what it is? Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, minimum. Yeah. You you have to drink two drinks. <laughs> uh, no, the um they've got this they've got this drink uh, the fuzzy tauntaun, which is essentially a fuzzy navel, but with this this foam on top that literally makes your whole mouth numb. Oh, is that and right? Oh, that I sounds awesome. In. I'm so ready. There's for a it. there's a that's such a weird thing though. Yeah. That's such a odd. Well, odd that's the point. The Oga's can't. It's Star Wars, man. It has to be all weird. the drinks sound unique and different, yeah. and 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 so it's almost gonna have to be. No, you get those two. I'll get these two. You get these two. So we right, can all right, try right. them. Like yep. there's a. There's a Wookiee flight, I think, where you get like yep, four yes. different. With the beers? You know? Oh, that looks good. And then the Rancor, you get drinks in Rancor teeth. Or that's something? the one. Yeah. That's the that's flight, the one I think. The flight. Yeah. So, oh, I mean, that's going to be delicious. You know, and uh, all I'm the so food really. is themed. Yeah. Although, have you seen the recent rumblings with all that? So, people have been getting confused. Mm hmm. I mean, there are, there are some people out there who just aren't bright, right? And they're so they had them named sons. all. They had them all named clever things. You get yeah. shrimp, for, you know. They're they're a, a space shrimp from right. this Caddy place. ribs, and, exactly. But they right. had to go and change all of those things on the oh, menus no. to say what they are specifically, like and, underneath it, you know, the description. And it's like, guys, they're just supposed to. Fun. You're supposed to be immersed. You know, yeah. don't know what it is. Just eat it. Unless right. you have an allergy, just, sure. You know, and I think you can tell what they are from the descriptions. Yeah, anyway, so we're just trying to have fun, and people are. Well, I just don't mm. understand why they wouldn't have gotten by with you know just putting the name and yeah. then saying underneath what's, what it is what it is yeah. and what's in yeah. it yeah. Right? so like, that's, that's so, silly. so that's i mean some of these people because we're on a few i know i might myself i'm on some facebook <laughs> oh, yeah. pages the galaxy Z facebook group oh they take my god that, that so page. seriously <laughs> like they're passionate yeah. like all power to them but yeah. like like how have some people Shout been 20 guys. times already Oh my goodness! You know, I've people done that twenty times. People that live there, I guess so. Uh, maybe, but even it's but only even been open for two months. Yeah, exactly. Like it hasn't even been open that long, and 
you know, it is, it looks incredibly immersive and just mm-hmm. like, you know, you're in this world of Star Wars, right? Yeah. Um, but still, like 20 times, yeah. man, you're that's, a hardcore I mean, fan. That's cool. And by the time we go, uh, there'll be two rides open. Yes. Right? So yes. there'll be the uh, the Millennium Falcon ride. Which is uh-huh. um, Smuggler's Run. Smuggler's Run, I believe. Yeah. yeah. And then the Rise of the Resistance. Rise of the Resistance. This might be the most mm. epic theme park ride ever built. That's what they, I've been they said. It's clocked, it's clocked in at about 15 to 17 minutes. Yeah. You but, literally take a ride to the ride. Yeah. So you go on two different vessels. And, you know, it, I've read some spoilers because I don't mind that sort of thing, sure. but I won't share them here. I'm not I'm not in the, yeah. in the mood to do that. But it sounds like there are some really cool elements to this thing that'll that be we've one never of seen before. Things like that. Is it a roller coaster? It's a it's like a, a, a sort of sit down. It's moving. A, it's a trackless. Ride. Yeah. Trackless cart ride through a uh, 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 like an uh, imperial ship. Uh, yes. Sorry, let me rephrase that. Is it Justin friendly? Oh man, you're sitting oh, yeah. down. It's pretty Perfect. slow. We, I think we even saw at Star Wars Celebration. The I'm pretty cart. sure we saw yeah. the cart that yeah. you would sit in. Oh, okay. And cool. Kevin said, "I can, I can fit in there. I'm, I can fit in there." That's a, that's that is a concern sometimes with yeah. these broad shoulders and yeah. thick thighs. Yeah, you know? yeah. <laughs> They're too powerful. You know, just, um, so. can't 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 shake what your mama gave you, bro. That's <laughs> it. That's oh. it. Um, but so that one that one looks incredible. I can't wait. Uh, I mean. There are certain elements that they talked about when they promised this land mm-hmm. in terms of immersion and, you know, getting a character and developing that. And it seems like a lot of that has sort of been pushed yeah. aside for budgetary and planning reasons. Yeah. So that's a little disappointing. I think it'll evolve over time. And I think that's really going to come with yeah. the hotel they're building. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Scheduled for two years from now, I think, oh, yeah. 2021. I so think. when we go back, you mean? I will oh, be going yeah. back. I mean, we I'm going to let them work out the kinks on that for <laughs> right. a little while. But yeah. uh, I mean, this thing, because that is not going to be a cheap trip. Right. No. Look Justin, about, what do you think you're going to spend at this uh, at Star Wars Galaxy's Edge? How much do you think you're going to spend? When we go in January? Yeah. Oh, easily like 400 or more. Yeah. Like 400 for sure, because I think 400 a- is your lightsaber and droid no that's exactly you're not eating you're not buying well, anything else okay Dude, so it's... if we're going to include all of that stuff yeah like i'll easily spend a thousand bucks that sounds like a thousand dollar day i, I think, think at least yeah, yeah. tickets that's... if you factor in the, the price of tickets you're, and stuff, you're at a yeah. hundred bucks there for a ticket you yeah know? yeah they've got those really cool um coins the spira is their currency there and they've got these coins that are essentially gift cards but yes. they're these awesome. metal gift cards i may have already awesome. purchased one on ebay I'll of course wait till I get there to really pick out things. I'm not going to go online browsing. Like I know a lot sure. of people are picking out ten things they want before <laughs> they even go, and that's fine. Yes. Um, but I know one thing I want. I'm going to mm-hmm. grab a deck of Sabat cards, cards and learn yes. how to play. That sounds that sounds a lot of fun. I saw a video of a Ray and uh, and a Chewie playing with some guests like at the park they had a deck oh, yeah. of back cards and oh yeah like, it looks them. cool it looks Every, everything so cool. i've heard so in that cool. regard is that there are enough cast members that are into it yeah and have learned the language and their characters are flushed out at least for themselves you know yeah. that fit a certain mold of who they are and where they're from and they'll do things like play games with you and stuff like that it sounds like a lot of fun well, and I that's can, why yeah. i am we're spending a day there. Yeah, you know that's a full day. 100%. I want to. I don't want to be rushed. I, I don't want to miss back. any. De- oh, you know, you might have <laughs> After, to yeah, eventually, yeah. but that was not a. Well, let's go one afternoon for a few hours. No, yeah. open to close. I'm in. There you go, Justin. Final word on that. What's your favorite? What's your one? What's one thing that you absolutely are looking forward to experiencing at Galaxy's Edge? All of it. <laughs> I just can't wait to be there, man. Because, like, honestly, like, it looks incredibly immersive. And it looks like it's 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 everything that you would want from a theme park-themed Star Wars. Yeah. And I, I get 
the the idea that it could be bigger and there could be more to it mm -hmm. but you know is a small sort of run if you will before they start expanding primo it looks fantastic so cool. i'm excited well that is whatcha we're gonna move into the news it's all about the details all right let's get into the only news story that matters this is from Huai Tranbui over at Slash Film. Uh, Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker ticket pre-sales went live Monday night. Within the first hour, Episode Nine had already set a new record for ticket pre-sales, outselling Avengers Endgame by a staggering 45%. Wow. Wow. Like, are you, what? There's a lot of people that want to see this movie, man. Is it J.J. Abrams being back that this is why? Like, I, yeah. I, I thought, I just thought with, because I, I, we didn't see this for, for episode eight. Like, we didn't see these numbers for episode eight, right? I don't think so, no. Right? But then again, Avengers hadn't... Well, there was nothing to compare it to. Avengers hadn't been out that, at that point. But it just seems... That seems higher than I expected. And I know this is the end of the saga. Like you said, you didn't see the trailer and then go, <laughs> okay, now I definitely want to see it. You were buying so those true. the second they went on sale maybe, without a trailer. Maybe I'm responsible for all the tickets. Well, you, I mean, you I did, did buy 24 of them, I believe. <laughs> so <laughs> To give us options, yeah, you no, guys. I appreciate that. I will be returning them, or if friends want to buy them off me, they can do that too. Um, but uh, we got tickets for the nine movie marathon i'm in man are we doing it the, the more i think about it the more i just want to say to hell with it i'm sitting in a theater for 27 hours Let's and doing this man oh i'll never get a chance to do that again in my life right nine movies uh seven was a lot seven was a lot <laughs> i just remember walking out and kevin being like oh i am never doing that again <laughs> and, and i cannot was, stand when i was like pumped up because i loved force awakens right that, you know yeah the, that after watching six movies I'd already seen twenty times each, you know, yeah. you're a bit down, and then this new Star Wars movie hits, and yeah, that was I, two and a half hours of adrenaline. After doing the the seven movie, I would sooner do seven, eight, nine. So I would maybe I'll the, I, maybe I'll join you guys once seven, eight, nine starts. Sure, if you're I, still if you paying go. full price for that ticket, though. <laughs> oh, of course, yeah, I'll still pay full price for that ticket. I mean, with that ticket, you are getting a special exclusive fan event pin, and a blanket. That's Scotia Bank. They're nice. doing. Now, how about a uh, lanyard? Any mention of a lanyard? No lanyard. If I don't get a, the, no lanyard. Well, uh, they didn't specifically say no lanyard. So that's what I do these movie marathons for. Is I'll the lanyard? See, I'll see if maybe they have lanyards. Also, um, they are doing um, a special concession, of course, because we're, we're going to be there that yeah. long. They need to feed. But so right? when does so, it have to start? That's what they said last time, and it was just popcorn. Yeah, uh, it was popcorn and movie seven movies. We'll, yeah, we'll see if maybe. And you only get ten minutes. Or seven minutes between. That's them. what I'm saying. Yeah. Like it I'm wasn't. For a it piece wasn't. Of pizza. Feas it wasn't feasible the way they ran that. So if they're gonna do it again mm -hmm. with the same, like 15 minutes to to go to the bathroom and you know and get, get food, line, yeah, and, and you know if you're if you're yeah you know, if you don't care about your lungs and you smoke, you know <laughs> you, you got things to do. And Scotia Bank's got the big escalator. Oh, and it's a huge man. process to get out of there. No, right? exactly. So like again, it's. I think like, I missed three crawls. Yeah, which really well, bugged so, me. So let's let's speaking of missing three crawls. Name two of them because I'm trying to factor in how many hours of sleep do I need to actually get in order to be able to enjoy episode nine. Because I don't want to, I don't want to get to episode nine and and, and just be and just be, be pooped. No, you won't it, be. Right? By the time I was at episode seven, yeah, I was wired. I was yeah. like ready to go. But you, but you slept through most of the prequel trilogy, <laughs> of course. <laughs> so I guess that's my question. See, and I wish I had. I slept through Empire and uh, Jedi. Yeah, right. You slept towards the tail end. So, so I guess that's my question. Name two movies. That you are going to probably nod off. For me, it's probably episode two. 
I'll, uh, two because it's yeah. the worst. Yeah, and then probably episode. And then I'm going New Hope because the Emperor's not in it, so it's not as important. Yeah, I've seen a New Hope so many times that I might nod off a little bit there. And episode, episode, yeah, I would say those two actually make a lot of sense. Episode two, Attack the Clones, because literally all that movie is is the last scene of Yoda saying, "Begun the Clone Wars have," yeah. and that's <laughs> all you need. Um, maybe I'll wake up for the Dooku scene, but I, um, I would a hundred percent fall asleep between um, episode two yeah. to episode uh five okay so i'd wake up at empire strikes back and just yeah. watch and just keep going yeah because there. like you said clone wars useless yeah <laughs> revenge of the sith a rushed mess yeah i mean uh, I'll, a I'll, new hope i love yeah. i've watched it so many times though it is a classic i've i've literally you could watch it right now if you close your eyes oh yeah exactly yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and empire strikes back into the return and return of the jedi is just awesome yeah and then onwards onwards and upwards maybe i might fall asleep again though yeah during episode eight. Oh, jeez you know what i honestly think that episode eight when we see it in the contacts between seven and nine we'll still be back no nope, it'll still I, be back no nope, i think it's I gonna make faith. a better movie i have faith and i really want to see it yeah. right after seven yeah on the big screen again. Yeah. So and then did we do that? To see. We did do that. We did do that. Yeah, we, we watched did seven, seven and then we watched eight. Yeah. We did that. Oh, we did we, do that. We did yes. do that. Oh my goodness. We've seen a lot of these movies in theaters a lot. <laughs> so Man, let's... I saw the special effects re-releases that he did in like 99 or whatever yeah. before. And like I've seen a lot of Star Wars in theaters, man. <laughs> so what I what I think is I would disagree with that statement because we already did it. Mm. And I think obviously you being the one that likes the movie mm-hmm. more so than I think Kevin and myself, yeah. maybe I dislike it more than he does. Yeah. Um, I think that worked against it in all honesty. Yeah. Cause it was like force awakening was like, yeah. And then you watch <laughs> last Jedi. You're like, okay. Okay. Cool. Well, listen, uh, that is enough of the news. Uh, Chewy punch it into trailer time. It's trailer time. Originally, I actually had planned to talk about, uh, four trailers, but you know what? There's only one trailer that matters. The Rise of Skywalker. They released the final trailer. So good. That's the greatest trailer ever made. I know that trailers are supposed to show like the best parts of a movie. But this this trailer made me feel pretty confident that almost every frame of this movie is going to be visually incredible. Yes. Like a book. Yes. Like a well, if I'm, if I'm giving Johnson credit for anything in that last movie, it's almost reinventing the visual style of a Star Wars movie. Yes. And it looks like J.J. Yes. carries that carries over in a lot film. of ways. Because it is a beautiful film. Yes. Other than uh, that, that casino planet. Yes. <laughs> it's shot. It, no, it, it, in comparison, you're absolutely right. The aesthetic of what Ryan Johnson did and how he kind of transitioned it so it didn't feel so you know, locked off in like a, a fourth wall sort of thing, like you're looking into the world, he put you in these certain vantage points that made you feel more immersed in it, which is definitely more JJ style. Those shots in space where there's, you know, oh. a thousand ships in the frame. Oh, dude, like, like that insanity. one scene when they're just yeah. like, and like, what is happening in that scene? Like, seriously. I just, uh, so let's, let's kind of break it down then, actually. Um, so we're going to kind of look through the trailer here, give our initial thoughts and, uh, and break down. instinct the feeling the force brought us together Kevin you kind of mentioned it 
just how every Star Wars movie starts is just pretty unbelievable. Just that first moment of her dropping the what is that like? A tra- is that a training helmet? That's the same blaster it looks shield like helmet. The blaster shield helmet that uh, that, that Luke, Luke would have had, right? Yeah, and she would have had access to that if it was still because uh, you see it kicking around in were the Vulcan. Were you referring to the helmet dropping or the Lucasfilm showing up at the beginning? Oh, I was going the helmet dropping because that's okay. reminiscent of her hand on the rock from the the last trailer, yes, and yes. then you open up with the sand and Finn popping into frame in the in the Force Awakens one, right? Right, right, so, right, right. I love that jump cut directly to her Such jumping, a great cut, yeah. right? And then this get very, a lot of vibes from Force Awakens there. Yeah, that's her exactly. exploring another right. You know. So, but is this is this her exploring the new Death Star, or is this her? You know, it's well, just a flashback back to Jakku, old Death Star for old, sure. Yeah, she's definitely in that old Death Star. Yeah. So this next up, I I love the line that 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 he delivers over top because here in this one moment, he's really embodying the fact that like the force is what brought him and Ray together. Well, especially because it was such a heavy theme for a lot of seven. Oh, that was what was so great about it. They were into like Han Solo buying into the force. You know, it's legit. And so and then Poe and this this actual this moment uh, visually of of Finn lifting up those binoculars. Uh, reminded me a lot again of that first moment in the first yeah, trailer. He's got the sand behind him, right? And he brings up, you know, that very. That was the first thing we ever grass. saw of new Star Wars was that moment of him, you know, boom, and that, he lifts his head up. And is that long grass though? It looks like more like long oh, grass. It, it might be, it but might it, be. but the but color, color tones. Well, yeah, because like, I'm thinking this is Pisana, which is uh, the, the new sort of deserty planet that did they're you, on. Okay. Did you buy the Star Wars Rise of the Skywalker encyclopedia? Oh, I will be, but it, it's not out yet, <laughs> I don't think. I think they usually try to release that around the time of the movie, oh, so there's sure. no spoilers. We're not alone. Good people will fight if we lead them. Um, and then we cut to a scene where it looks like we've got a lot more Rebels than we had at the end of Episode Eight. Well, oh, yeah. they said that people are, you know... People are believing in us. People are rallying behind us, right? Poe says something along those yeah. lines. And I, so. and I think this is this is where Poe steps into the light to be Leia yeah. for the for the rebellion. Okay. Um, and I'm also wondering if this is where Lando, you know, a lot of these people maybe came with Lando sure. to support. Okay. Um, so and that's then, how he gets reintegrated into mm-hmm. the movies is by bringing along. Right. Cool. Oh, well, so many people predicted that was going to happen at the end of episode eight in that scene where they are at dire straits and they, they can't escape. Everyone thought, oh, Lando's going to come in, but okay. didn't happen just quite yet. Um, and then behind Lando, a lot of people are predicting that this character here, because Admiral Akbar is, unfortunately, he's gone, passed away. He's gone. It's a trap. Um, but we've got um, this, this young gentleman here. His name is Aftab Akbar, who is uh, Admiral Akbar's son. Oh, very nice. And he was introduced into the comics recently. Okay. Oh. So a lot of people think that that's probably who that very is. Very cool. Mm-hmm. Continuing on, let's go to the next scene here. Uh, so here we actually get to see Rose Tico yet again. She's definitely looking a lot less fresh uh, than you know. In she's a little war. She's a little war torn. War torn, yeah, right? I not, mean, she's, she's seen some battles. Anymore. Yeah, she's yeah. seen some battles. She knows I mean, what she's up against. She lost her sister in Episode Eight, so you know. She then, did some of the best acting in Episode Eight, though, man. Great, right? That was like she did a solid job. And then behind her, we've got. Um, We've got uh, Lieutenant Connix, who is actually played by um, is, Terry, that, is that Billy Lord? Billy Lord, yeah. Terry Fisher's daughter, uh, is behind her there, looking again rough for wear. And then beside her is Dominic Monaghan. Our first look at Dominic Monaghan from Lost or from the or from uh, 
from Lord of the Rings. Okay. Um, so super cool to see that guy. Look, looking incredibly tall in that. How short is Billy Ward if he's like towering over her? Maybe right? they're using some magic yeah. like they did in Lord of the Rings sure. to make him. He's appear. standing on stilts. <laughs> so then we get a, a, a shot of Poe, Finn, and Chewie looking back. And then we get this shot of what looks to be the Tanty Eve. Tanty it looks Ford. like an Aldering. Alderaan cruiser of some right, sort. Right. It very, it very like much looks like Leia's that. ship. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. with someone drunk driving it because it's it's hidden down <laughs> and veered over those forests. trees. Yep. And uh, yeah, so hopefully that's what that is. People keep telling me they know me. No one does. So we got this shot of uh, the same scene that we've seen in many of the trailers. Again, the uh, the, the big ocean, you know, floating in here um, over top of the ruins of the Death Star. And, you know, that feels like it's the climax, especially when we were seeing these shots earlier on. But then mm-hmm. you see other shots in the trailer that make you suggest this could be halfway through the movie. So this could good. be the first 25 minutes it's, for all I know. Right. And, it could it could be. It, I think this could be the middle of the movie. In yeah. All yeah. Honesty. And uh, Ray Ray sort of saying, you know, so many people think they know who I am or something like that. And Kylo saying, I know who you I are. I know who you are. And then he comes in and does this weird thing with his saber. <laughs> Where like tucks it in under his arm. Like, I that's, think that's cool. Like, what's yeah, he doing spin. with it? No, he's 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 super but you're, badass. I think it's cool, but but you could mistake that. I mean, Kevin, you kind of read it. Almost looks kind of like when it's, when nerds are trying to do the cool things with their lightsabers and can't do them right. It doesn't seem like a plausible move in the middle of a fight or whatever. Well, especially because like, of the arms coming out of yeah, the bottom like, of the saber. This next scene um, is on an ice. It almost looks like an ice island on water. But when I originally looked at it, I thought it was it's we were looking water. through a cave. No. Right. right? Okay. Oh, it, it could be a cave. It is, but no, but if you look, there's this is the reflection. It's the, it's the reflection. Well, or is but it? Why, but why are TIE photos? No, it's not mirrored. It's not a mirrored image. So or, that could be... or what if it's what if this is the planet? Like what if it's all oh, the way around? Oh, I see. Because if you look at the bottom no, as well, that could there's, be almost, water. there's windows and doors oh. um, below it. So or who knows this how... is the core of a planet, perhaps? This is okay. right in the center of a I you think, know, it's I icy think core. That shot that's going to come up soon where this Star Destroyer is ripping through the ground. I think it's coming out of that. Coming out of this Because like, look at that shape. Okay, yeah. this, this here oh my looks goodness. incredible. The throne. Yeah. The like, fact that it's from, uh, it's been, was designed by um, the- Oh, what, Ralph McQuarrie? Yeah, Ralph McQuarrie. That is coming from his artwork. That's from yeah, that's right. original yeah, design that's for the chair. Cool. Yeah, yeah. That's so cool. It's like the coolest looking throne of all. How do, you, so- how do you somehow- make a cooler throne than the, the iron throne game like, of thrones wow. yeah yeah it e. is that is an epic george shot. railroad oh. martin over here <laughs> so this shot here next yes. coming up with the the um the stars for lifting so originally people thought that was water and now yeah you're right it might be coming out of ice it doesn't look like water i agree planet. it yeah. did at first but it, it, uh, it looked like land of like debris is shooting exactly. out but uh, and it has a similar background to that icy planet, that dark sort of yeah. with a bluey glow. So he could be right there. Yeah. And then we get our next shot, um, which I have uh, lovingly called um, 
rebels assemble that's pretty much what's what that going on is. here every single rebellion ship I'm that t- you could you, possibly think of if you count that there's a thousand ships in that dude shot, i think i know. see a pod racer somewhere back there i know it doesn't make any sense i think there's anakin's pod racers back there and well, Jar Jar's it looks on it. it looks like they're setting up for an epic dogfight because oh. with all the star destroyers yeah. all of the TIE fighters that are just littered through every bit of trailers that they've done. Mm-hmm. It looks like that is going to be our climactic, an epic space battle. Well, so you're going to get a very, I mean, I'm assuming mm-hmm. maybe a similar um, sort of parallel uh, climax as uh, with uh, similar Jedi. to Jedi, where you yeah. have, you know, space battle. You'll get, you're going to have perhaps Rey and Kylo fighting the Emperor. Right. You know, you know aboard his for the operational death star <laughs> battle station you know right. or whatever or sitting on the throne whatever while this is going on you know unreal thousands of ships fighting you know the the biggest fleet of of star destroyers imaginable looks so good so then cutting back to this fight again on the death star here with kylo and ray so i mean obviously they're not they're not going to be working together immediately um but do you know what 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 or what does that even to, mean? Well, we're going to get into this, but what in this trailer tells you that they're going to be working together? It's coming up. Oh, we'll get to it. We'll the get to it. The coming up. Yeah. What, uh, what are you doing there, 3PO? Taking one last look, sir. At my friends. Confronting fear. Destiny of a Jedi. Your destiny. So, um, so this probably coming up to the most heart wrenching moment, oh, potentially of the entire movie. Because what's he talking about? So like, before before we get to that, um, really quick, you do get a glimpse of Zori Bliss. I, yeah, I was pointing that out. Zori Bliss is in here with the good guys. So she, if she's a bad guy or she comes off, I don't know. Like there's there's so it's so hard to read. Yeah. But they were setting it up that she was kind of a bad guy, I guess, because she was so mysterious. And, right. Usually anyone in a helmet is a bad guy. Well, she also looks very like she might be an assassin or a bounty hunter yeah. of some kind. Right. She's Some apparently cool a long, character. long uh, standing friend of Poe's. Apparently. Oh, is that right? That's what I've been reading. Um, and then we get to the most upsetting moment in the trailer. This is Taking the... one last look. I cried. At my friends. Oh, my goodness. Anthony Daniels delivering that line phenomenally. Like, how does a robot do that? You know what I mean? Like, It's not really a robot. Well, correct. But it is. <laughs> yeah, but you can't see him. You can't see his eyes. Right. You can't There's see no the moving... facial expression. He... And he conveys so much through right. those words. And with those and... words. And I think this is the moment Incredible. where it's like, you. that's you. That's you right there at C-3PO. You're the Taking fan. one last look at your yes. friends. Because yeah. the saga's ending, right? Oh, yeah. guys. Oh, yeah. I'm toast. Uh, I'm yeah. toast. Yeah, <laughs> it's going to be... If this movie is half as emotional as that yeah. one single second from that trailer is, yeah. I will be tearing up. Well, it's going to be interesting to understand what the I'm going to be crying are. more than that guy behind me when uh, Tony goes. <laughs> <laughs> Spoilers for Endgame there. Um, <laughs> I think that what's really going to set this moment up to be very powerful is what we understand is to be the stakes yeah. in that situation. Like what C-3PO is actually going to be doing. If he, I, It sounds like he's sacrificing himself. So yeah. He's clearing his memory for something. Well, so or, this is the movie that we'll he's going to die. We'll get into that. Yeah, yeah. I've got something I want to talk about later. Nice. Um, this next scene, running down the hall, uh, classic look, right? Like that, I'm pretty sure that's like the exact shot of Han, you know, running through the, the hallway with a blaster. But it is. It, 
but this is this is where like the aesthetic of Ryan Johnson is going to come in, right? So right. like if you look back at that shot for a yeah. quick second, yeah, you know it's lower to the ground. You're you're focused. You're, there's a balance between the mid and the reflection, so you get this really more more futuristic, more sci-fi e vibe mm-hmm. than a traditional Star Wars, which if I'm thinking of the scene that you're thinking about, it's it's in A New Hope, yes. correct? Which was very dead-on, eye-level, just tracking the shot of right. them. This has, like, I think Force Awakens has a lot of that, mm-hmm. and that was the familiarity, the, the nostalgia that we've always talked about. But, like, this here is, like, a new way of looking at that shot. So it's cool. not that traditional, just framed by the walls. You're, so, you're seeing- so, in a way, the visual style of this is J.J. sort of saying, hey, I heard ya. You don't want the same. Right, exactly. <laughs> you and, want the same, but you also want different. Yeah. But, and and hearing like, okay, so episode eight was too different. Episode seven was too much the same. So this is a blend of a both. Blend. But he, sure. he did go on the record of saying that with what Ryan Johnson did established yeah. a new visual aesthetic for him. Yeah. yeah. But that looks like an incredible like tracking shot. One shot down the yes. hallway is like 10 different action events are going to happen. Yeah. It looks really, really now, cool. Not the first time I teared up in a trailer for this movie, for this trailer. Um, when we saw the the first trailer uh, at Star Wars Celebration, I definitely teared up seeing, uh, you know, Leia Organa hugging Ray. Well, yeah, but then they add to this one the mm-hmm. single tear from Ray. you know, yeah. like just to really just amp one, up the emotion. That one single tear, unreal. You know, because she's clearly saying goodbye. Bye. Right. So and and I oh. think well we'll we'll get to that. Yeah. We'll, we'll get, get to that. that. We'll get to that. Um, this next scene, um, BB-8 just shooting something out of a. Well, but the, here's another way <laughs> to like... to get emotions from us as they're they're going on this skiff here over the desert sands and yeah. s- something happens that's clearly like a, vi- a small victory for our team. And, sure. And they give that woohoo. Yeah. And like here's another C-3PO just in the background like celebrating. Yeah. You know what I mean? And like you've got so many cool little details there. Well, even even him. The, the idea of him ejecting something, right? Like R2 ejecting the lightsaber out for Luke to catch it. It's very similar. I honestly feel like... And they're celebrating in this moment. They're like, yeah! Yeah, something good happened there. It's just fun. Like, I love the fist pump from 3PO. <laughs> That's so awesome. I, I honestly believe that John Boyega was casted because of his energy. He's mm-hmm. always in, even in Force, in The Force Awakens, yeah. when Poe's doing that loop-de-loop yeah. and he's shooting all those things like, woo, that is what a hell of a pilot. Like, the, so just good. his energy of like getting excited, it's just, it's so well done. And like in that moment, it's just Speaking of energy and getting excited, Lando oh, Calrissian man. piloting the Falcon yet again. So good to see it. And with a better co-pilot this time. No offense, <laughs> Nub Nub or whatever. Poor Nub Nub or whatever his name is. <laughs> All right. Continuing on. So we get to see a Y-Wing for the first time in the new series, which I think is super cool. Oh, is that right? I didn't know that was. We've super, not seen okay. a Y-Wing. I think in Rogue One there definitely were some, but not in. Uh, not in. No, not in, the, not in these. New yeah, years. not even in the battle uh, I don't in, think in so. 7. I don't it was, think it was, so. Yeah, it was huh? just a small fleet of X-Wings. You're absolutely right. Mm-hmm. So cool. thought i'd be so excited to be to see space horses in a star wars movie but that scene looks dope man. So this is the only scene though that looked very like like movie like it's just obviously a set and yes things are moving it did, I see what you're it there's a lot more cg the, yeah and but like although just, a lot it, of these are are parts of these horses are actual horses no i guess I, I get that but like to see i don't like, think any of them are actual horses <laughs> I'm, I'm, are you sure 
I'm wondering mm. in the context of like what I'm looking at. Just yeah. is it is it a base on ground level, so, or are they riding on a ship? That's well, so this is the cool part. Like, so we're getting into this next frame. Uh, just for reference, they're riding on orbacks. In case you care, nice um, space horse. Space horse. It's all that we refer to. Um, so are they riding on that? Yeah, like that old decrepit spaceship, right? Well, yes, it's going to come up in a second here. Um, we get uh, Finn uh, yelling out to Ray. Um, I think that's what he's saying in that moment, um, where he's just like Ray. Um, I think I know he does that a lot, but <laughs> uh, and then continuing on, uh, we move into this shot right here, the team up shot, the team up shot. So this yeah, is what but, we're talking about, Justin. But keep watching. He's like, no. He has a no. So do you I think, feel like what, so he's you building. Think, okay, so just for context of the scene again, this is, of course, where Ray and Kylo smash through the. What looks like Darth Vader's, Darth Vader's helmet, helmet, maybe rest of his armor, maybe from the waist up. Um, but there were two there were two trains of thought on this on the internet, right? They're fighting, and then their fighting leads to that destruction where, where Ray pushes his saber through it or something. Okay. And then the other thought is that they are working together. They are striking it down to together. Destroy That's, it. How I I that. That. That's how I, I see that. That's how I saw it, too. That. He blocks her. Oh. Right? Okay. Okay, my, my, okay, looking at that one more time, my entire opinion has changed. <laughs> yeah, like he blocks her, and he destroys it, and then watch. Because that's what they do in these trailers anyways. Oh, There's yeah, so much misleading. misdirection yeah, yeah. and everything. And so I was like, why would they show you these two teaming up 30 seconds after she's they're fighting destroying right. something that he that he doesn't want her to destroy right. so do you think that this is then that's darth vader you just that's definitely darth i've vader seen this song. thing like eight times you just completely changed my opinion on it oh okay yeah in yeah, that yeah. last frame where he reaches yeah. his that's arm why out. he cut it that's why they cut it and they transitioned it so well because you don't see yeah. whatever that was was important to him so but they just got enough of it to yeah. see the show. So we're saying hashtag no, you hashtag know, no team up. No, I, we just don't no know redemption. yet. No I don't. I'm not to say that it, it can't happen. I think that we already got that Kylo inclination. We got like an inclination of that from from you know the last Jedi that it was something that could potentially happen. So it could, and it, we just haven't seen it. But I don't think that scene is the scene is that would. Yeah, interesting. Okay. interesting. Cutting back to this shot here um, on this ship, they are literally in space, riding on the hull of a ship. Well, that is like the sexiest looking Star Wars shot in history. Oh, it looks like it's going to be epic. <laughs> like, like how how are you going to defeat that? Like that is that is by the looks of it, hundreds if not thousands of star destroyers. Oh, right goodness. with Tie Fighters, everything. Kylo Ren looking back with some flashes of lightning moving through, and then we get to this scene. Woo! The Force will be with you. He's back. He's real, man. Do it. Yes. <laughs> Is he, though? Well, yeah, because what I want to say about Leia would contradict what I'm saying here. But I don't know. I think this is them saying he's physically there. Yes. That's, we don't it's, know it's how. We don't know why. But whatever. But why he is, is he so physically tall? there. He's hovering. He's sitting in his throne, man. He's hovering he's in on a hover, hover chair. Throne. He's on a hover chair. He's Watch. in that throne. Watch, yeah. though. Watch. Okay. Play it through. But it's moving, moving toward. Yeah, he's moving and towards And it's moving her. up and down. Yeah, so he's on Oh, a so he's not even in that. Like, no, he's in a hover throne. I think he's attached to it. Yeah. I think he's like linked into it and he's being kept alive that way. No, I so again predictions back to tank chair or, or maybe maybe they go the route of Maul, right? And they give him massive droid 
parts. Well, that's legs. but that's but that they they did say yeah. they have said that is a quintessential element in Star Wars to keep people alive. Yeah. So for the Emperor to now become the new Darth Vader right. and to be his to have his life sustained oh, through machine. That. Yeah, it's the only thing. Think about it. Hit the hand for Luke. Yeah. Obviously Darth Vader. Yeah. Right. Like and then there's Maul. Maul as well. And then it cuts to this scene here. As soon as I saw this with the blue lightsaber on the left side, uh, on her right side, I I immediately thought of the end of the last trailer uh, where she's dark side Rey. And, and thinking back to that, the, the fact that they put this at the end of this trailer and that at the end of that trailer, it's just kind of, you know, the marketing geniuses over at Star Wars. And the music. Oh, the music is that incredible. Theme, oh. when it hits but that, done the way it's done. Yeah, when it hits that swell right after 3PO's oh. line and just carries through to the end, man. It's like... It's the only... I, it Honestly, is hard it's the not version to... of the song that I want to listen to forever now. Well, it's it's hard not to get like teary eyed or misty eyed about it, right? But like, it's powerful. It's and then, powerful. And then to have Luke and then Leia say those final two lines yep. uh, and leave it to leave it to Carrie to have the last word, you know. But but here's why I think just this is the greatest trailer of all time. Because are you excited for this movie? Well, yeah, I was excited. I know I you were excited, anyways. But this erased everything that bothered me about. <laughs> Last Jedi, man, right. I don't give a yeah. crap what happened in that movie. Yeah. As long as it makes sense in this movie. Right. It right. carries forward. Yeah. Of course I was excited. Yes. When we went to Star Wars Celebration this year, because oh, we're dude. huge Star Wars fans. And we was and all we for that trailer. we that first trailer, and it was, this was 10 times more exciting for me. Yeah. This was powerful and emotional, and it, I, this is, this feels like the movie, man. I can't say it was more exciting than being in that crowd, but I can say I did feel... I felt very much similar vibes. See, similar I watched feels. it. I watched it on a couch. Yeah. in my living room. Yeah, practically, you know, like, and and it was powerful and exciting and unbelievable. And then I can watch it again on my phone and and get more excited and more emotional and more, ex, you know, just yeah. just you know, wow, so awesome stuff, guys. Final thoughts on the trailer, and then we're gonna move into our topic of the show, uh, <laughs> Justin. Like, it did the trick, man. It yeah. did the trick. I'm stoked for it. I think it's it looks fantastic. I. I just want it to be December now. Yeah. Oh, I already said my piece. Yeah, yeah. This I was... is the greatest thing I've ever seen, and I'm so excited. <laughs> I'm uh, I'm a little bit worried because I feel like I was trying to go on the record of saying that history will repeat itself and that episode eight will be the new Empire Strikes Back, but it's looking I'm like... I'm sorry, you said what? That episode eight will be the new Empire. Like, it'll be as... Um, it'll be as important to Star Wars as Empire Strikes Back. Like, when Empire Strikes Back released, everyone, from what I've read, because I wasn't alive, um, was, or was, no, I wasn't alive, <laughs> um, was very much like, this is a departure for Star Wars. It's too dark. The heroes don't win in the end. This is too different. I don't like it. And a lot of those same things came up when Episode Eight came out. And so I, I've always been on the thought process of, Episode eight is the new Empire Strikes Back, and and it will be seen later on once this trilogy is done that it will have been the best of the three. But seeing this trailer, I think I might change my mind. <laughs> okay, I am hyped for Star Wars. Let's get into our topic of the show, which, um, guys, we're not going to talk about Star Wars anymore for the whole episode. No, I'm just kidding. Of course, we're going to continue to talk about it. We're going to talk about our top three Rise of Skywalker predictions in order from what you think uh, is least likely to happen to most likely to happen. And then we're going to name one thing that we really, really, really want from this, specifically from this entry of the series. So uh, let's get into it. 
first off, I'll go ahead. Um, I will give my least likely prediction. Uh, I think most or least likely to happen will be seeing Vader, a force ghost Vader uh, with the smashing of the helmet and the armor. Maybe that's like the catalyst that finally leads Kylo Ren to see his good old granddad. Uh, there have been so many rumors of seeing Hayden Christensen again, especially when he was at Star Wars Celebration. Um, but again, so that's what I was going to ask. Is it going to be Hayden Christensen coming back as a redeemed? So not as Darth Vader, but as Anakin Skywalker. Right. You know, kind of that cheesy thing that they did in the last, uh, in episode six. In Return of the Jedi. Right. In Return of the Jedi. So you don't <laughs> Maybe think. Maybe they do that again, so, but with Anakin actually having a speaking role a la what Yoda did with, with Luke in episode eight. So to be clear, you don't think Anakin Skywalker is going to come back to kind of talk to Kylo. No, that's what, that's exactly what that's I'm saying. Exactly what that's exactly okay. what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. I think I think how cool would it be if that's where we start to see our redemption? You know, if we start to see, you know, Darth Vader having a conversation with Kylo Ren, just not taking up too much time, but but giving a having a conversation of saying like, "Listen, I see the path that you're going down. I lived that path, and I I've 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 found redemption. You can too." You know, and kind of giving him sort of some sort of you know, better written speech than I can write, but uh, but that's my that's my yeah. least likely pep talk that... from your granddad. Yeah, well, right. That that kind of goes into my first prediction, okay. which would be that Kylo sacrifices himself for the resistance as a final wow. as a final act. Really, he finally finds that redemption. You know? I just want to see what because don't get me wrong. Given my my prediction, I obviously want that to happen. I just. I need to see and understand how the pacing of that works for that character going from uh, episode eight, you know, shoot that thing out of the sky or whatever he says, um, super angry and vitriol and, and seeing him fighting Ray in this trailer um, to sacrificing himself. It just be, that would be incredible if they could pull that off. Well, my prediction that's least li likely to happen yeah. is that Ray is going to turn to the dark side. Mm. Yeah, I dabbled with with that, and and you know, you know, because we we've talked amongst ourselves about how that shot in the last in the, in the first teaser there could not mm -hmm. possibly be a giveaway that she goes to the dark side. Yeah, but as I've joked, like, what if they have just been setting that up all along, and then they throw you off at the end of this one where she's holding the blue saber and almost looking like she's in that final stand for the cause of good, but. Yeah, you know, we don't know the order that these things are going to take no, place. No, but I, I think, I think you know, she definitely is tempted by the dark side, and the dark side. But didn't she finally get rid of that in episode eight? I don't know if she finally got rid Isn't of it. That I think what that rock scene is all about. Oh. She's embracing the force and and fighting for good. Well, well, here I'll just. I think it's a vision, and I think it it kind of goes hand in hand with the title "Rise of the mm -hmm. Skywalker." I think we've all discussed this piece, but Skywalker will transition to we'll we'll get into that perhaps uh, <laughs> in, in future oh I, i've touched based on another prediction okay but what i'm getting at though is that she can embody both but mm -hmm. still make the right decision and i think that's what this is going to be about what jedis are going to be known for to mm -hmm. to embody both sides so but you're saying still... she's going to embrace the dark side but still in the name of good mm. right maybe she needs but that kind of there is there is power. you know but with white this, and black you get gray so but is this just a vision that Palpatine is giving her saying like look at the power you could have right look at what you could do um, or even crazier it's a clone or, or I was gonna say he says I 
I've risen from the dead. I can show you how to bring your parents back or something like that. Sure. You know, what does she want more than anything in the world? Yeah, but wouldn't it be kind of weird? Like, I think the idea too is that she would be tempted the same way Vader was. And we already saw how yeah. Vader's journey went when yeah. he was tempted with this idea of being able to save Padme. Right. You know, maybe she doesn't fall too easily to that, that but if it's, whim. Yeah, but if it's, you can bring Han back, you can bring Leia back. Um, I'm going to move into my second uh, prediction of, you know, this might happen, might not happen. Um, the ghost crew from Star Wars Rebels will appear uh, at least maybe one or two members of them because they're going to be pretty old by that point. Um, you've got Kanan, Hera, Sabine, Zeb, Ezra, and Chopper, especially seeing Chopper in uh, an Easter egg in Rogue One. You know, we can see the ghost plain as day right next to the Falcon in that Rebels Assemble scene in that trailer. It's it's literally off to the right of it's it, there. and then the Falcon comes down. Okay. Um. So, I mean, heck, we might even see a live-action Admiral Thrawn somewhere you know and again i don't think i don't think this will happen to the point where we'll have like speaking roles even i think it'll definitely be like again like an easter egg sort of thing but i think we'll at least see one or two of those characters um in the flesh in this movie interesting that'd be an interesting way to to finally introduce them into the live action world right so and i think it it would be kind of cool to to see that and see where they end up because then if they do want to spin off and do other live action stuff TV wise with those characters, then they've already established something. Right. And now let's say this prediction doesn't come true because mm-hmm. I would have put that number three as highly unlikely, yeah. but I, I didn't realize you think that's less likely than, than Hayden Christensen being in the movie. Yes. Really? Oh, yes. I do. Oh, yes. I do. wow. Uh, I, I believe he's going to go to as a big even fan of we, rebels. Yeah. Would you be happy with just seeing the, the ghost there, just seeing it there and knowing it's there? Is that enough for you as a cool little nod? Yeah, I think so. But I, I mean, having already seen the ghost also appear in Rogue One in, in like a very small aspect of the screen. Um, it, it would be nice just to see them expand a little bit more. And I'm going to, I'm going to get into that a little bit more later on. Kevin. Um, my second prediction also has to do with death. Um, <laughs> I, I believe that scene that we see with Leia and Ray is her saying goodbye mm. and she will be doing so in a manner similar to Luke. She will be giving herself to the force, essentially, oh, wow. and disappear, and sort of cloak disappearing. Falls to the you know, I think that's what that is, oh. and they're saying goodbye, and that's why Ray's so emotional. And yeah. which I mean, like, we, may, but maybe she's not even there. Maybe she's projecting like Luke, because we yeah. know that they are able to have those physical interactions with with those astral projections. So which, maybe she's not even there. You know, so like that's exactly what I think is that she's not even really there. That's cool. She's off doing something else, and is about she knows. Well, give, it's over. given that they probably didn't have that much footage to work with. That's the easiest way to, to bring it in and give her closure. Right. Because unless she rides off into the sunset, we just... <laughs> on, a, on one of those space horses. You know, um, <laughs> I think they need to give the character closure. And, yeah. I'm, and as much as I don't like the Mary Poppins scene, <laughs> I'm glad it wasn't by getting blasted out into space. I thought that was cool. 
yeah, right. but, you know, but so I yeah. think this will give her that kind of closure and she'll be doing it again in the in the name of the resistance, some sort of sacrifice. I really like that prediction. To tag on to that, though, I think that's going to happen pretty early on in the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, based yeah, I don't on, think it'll be a, a final stand. No, I, I think based on the, the different environments that we've seen, you know, the trailer does open with her running through those trees. That's yeah. on Yavin. You yeah, think she, that's on Yavin? That's on Yavin, first, I believe. Yeah. Portion of the trailer in the jungle there. Yeah, that's, because that, that they're gonna have planet. a they're gonna have a rebel base, and then Kylo's gonna fly in with mm-hmm. his army, mm-hmm. and I bet you the Knight of Ren and just wreck everything because we've seen that in the teaser already. Mm-hmm. So interesting, not yeah. seeing any of them in this uh, good trailer. Yeah, they haven't shown us anything for two movies now. Why, why start now? Right, <laughs> save it for this. I'm fine with yeah. that. Cool, Justin. So my second prediction is that. This is pretty deep, but the Emperor is somehow been kept alive um, through some sort of machinery. Yeah. And he has been ringleadering this whole thing to bring back his own army, which is why we see those starships and everything rising from the planet. It's almost like he has built under the rubble of this Death Star a new army Mm -hmm. and almost like with his mind rather than his physical ability and he's been putting other people to work like snoke he's consciously still alive but he's not physically still alive but so are you suggesting he's not physically going to be in this movie no i think he's physically going to be in this movie but he's not going to be represented as a man that's physical like i think we're going to see a lot of cgi robotic elements to him you can bring back the actor for the voice and the character performance but you can cgi the heck out of him sure. so he's not but you think he's going to be a robot and not a physical more presence, i think he's like going to be closer flesh. to darth vader than he is the emperor so mm. interesting yeah to your point like he's he's kind of if he was controlling snoke the entire time you know he's putting all these things he's in playing place. chess he's yeah. playing chess he's moving pieces on an intergalactic board mm-hmm. and... do you think he do you think he He's a Skywalker that rises. <laughs> no. I mean. No, I don't think that name means what it is. And we'll, yeah. we'll get into that because that's my that's my number one prediction. But Okay, getting into my number one. At some point during the movie, they'll need to access information that's inside 3PO that ultimately changes him for good. And he becomes something else with red eyes. Uh, but ultimately, 3PO will die. And everyone in the theater is going to cry their eyes out. And I think they the info they need to access was supposedly wiped from his data banks in the original trilogy. Like prior to. Prior between to. three and four. Yes. Yeah. Between yeah. three and there four. There is something that There's happens inf- to three PO. Because mm-hmm. I do believe they touch on it briefly, like take destroyed and, and yeah. yeah. So, wiped his wiped his memories. So yeah, he's gonna have to sacrifice these memories for pr- the previous set of memories. Mm-hmm. And something is gonna happen and He's going to say goodbye to his friends. I, I think if there's any character that's going to sacrifice himself for the better good, it should be the character that's lived through it all. It yeah. was either him or R2-D2. And yeah. I wouldn't throw it off the table that we don't see R2-D2 after this. Really? No, I don't, think we, I don't think we'll see him, but I don't think he's the one. Yeah, it's going to be 3PO. That's 3PO. 3PO. Or, you know, or to a less impactful stance, he's going to have to do like a – he's going to have to take his – personality or whatever oh they're gonna into pull the a, ship you know yeah like in like in solo you with, know because uh, he she's physically gone at that point, right you know so i mean what was her name again l3 l3 l337 yeah yes. yeah she so yeah so for her to be put into the 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 falcon um i don't i think that'd be too cheap if they yeah. did that with yeah. with this like the same thing over again um but i think yeah man 
that's no, that's that was my gonna prediction. Be, that was going to be one of mine. Three PO is dead. You know, having seen Solo and seeing the relationship he has with that droid and the fact that she's in the ship, it's going to be really interesting to see when he steps on the ship and how he interacts with it. Oh, for the I first time. Gonna, is there going to be a callback to to that moment? For sure. I I, I think you don't bring back uh, you know Lando's character mm-hmm. after obviously seeing him in Solo and knowing that backstory of that connectivity that he's had with that droid yeah. and where she now resides. You know, to to go through the entire movie, not know that a droid lived inside the spaceship, but then yeah. watch Solo and then realize, wow, a droid lived in that spaceship the entire time. All they stuff. went through all of that, that the whole intergalactic empire, right? right? Like it was just, it's crazy to think mm-hmm. about. Yeah, no, I think that's cool. I think that'd be really cool if he, hello, old girl or something like that. Oh, yeah. Right. Hello, old girl. And, but. <laughs> Do you think? Do you think that voice? Who's that? I can't remember the voice. Right? Yeah. Do they do you throw it in all of a sudden? Just a little, a little something. But did she, but towards the end, she didn't have a voice. She was just communicating. Right. Through so maybe the, she wouldn't be able to. No. Maybe she, a flicker on a screen somewhere yes. or something. Yeah, know? yeah. So like That'd he engages cool. with some, it. And some then, yeah. sort of like I'd want a more recognizable callback for people that aren't us. That oh oh I think I remember that from the solo movie or whatever. Um. Cool. Okay. Your final prediction, Kevin. Um. Well, yeah, I guess, and I think this is a pretty common. Um, this is both theory of us. now. Um, yeah. That yeah, this is most likely to happen. Rise of the Skywalker is in reference to a new order that replaces the Jedi, a new order of Force users that are going to develop a new philosophy that you know mm-hmm. takes what the Jedi knew, but also the mistakes they've made, and you know find a new way to to use the force and find balance throughout the the galaxy um a la skywalker mentality the sky, and they'll call them skywalkers they'll, they won't be called right. jedi anymore they'll be called skywalkers it's no longer a name of a family it's a it's a way of life yeah you know well in, think, in in reference to the three most important force users well, maybe of all time or some of them or you know those who brought it to where it is you know right well i think the idea is that the skywalker symbolize the duality between good and dark. The idea of the rise of the Skywalker and that legacy continuing is that they have, in some ways, sacrificed themselves or dealt with having to deal with both. Mm-hmm. Not to really reside on one side or the other, but have have amalgamated both sides, light and dark, to form a new movement. It's more of a movement, right? Like or a new religious movement. Like mm-hmm. you know how there's like Christianity and then there's what like another layer of Christianity. It just gets Keeps sure, getting adapted. Yeah, keeps so. getting adapted based on how things move forward. And, and they'll swoop in and they'll pick up Broom Boy at the end, and uh, this will be, <laughs> be your first Skywalker, right. Broom Boy, Broom Boy the Skywalker. Is he going to come back? But I s- hope not. But see that that in itself, that if they're able to, I like solidify that as we've just kind of established based on what we know yeah. of the universe then it makes sense. Like to your point, Nate, it would make sense then some of the things that happened in episode eight Mm -hmm. to give it justification. And I think that's why this movie is called what it is, is because for JJ, he probably took that away. He's like, oh, he's basically establishing the fact that Jedi's will, will always remember Skywalker's. Now we're into this. Yeah. Cool. I think we were all buzzing and you kind of were leading the charge with that that thought of yeah like because we were it was cool talking to to people who interpreted that trailer differently and were mm-hmm. coming up with their own theories right away and so you know it's obviously an amalgamation of what i saw myself and heard from other people and so yeah. i just think what else could it mean yeah i i think and, i think you it's, know a lot of people think oh the rise of anakin or right. you know, yeah. something and it's too literal yeah exactly i think that's too on and the it's nose. it's exactly it's too on the nose so you gotta like it, 
it's all been about this sort of idea of misleading, right? So even the, the play of words, the rise of Skywalker leads you to believe, oh, well, a Skywalker is being resurrected. No, mm-hmm. right? This is, you got to think deeper, right? You got to think deeper about what this whole saga means, the the journey that we've been on, the nine movie structure of, of telling this story of Skywalker for Skywalker to Skywalker. Mm-hmm. Where is that going? Right. And the fact that it's not going to end with someone that I don't think is a Skywalker, but she's going to embody the mentality of a Skywalker. Mm. That is that is that is the realization of it. I love that. So for our last point, the the one thing that you would want out of this entry in the saga, um, the one thing I want this movie to do is tie in more lore from outside of the Skywalker saga and and trust us as fans to make those connections. Um, as I've already mentioned in my previous prediction, I loved how many references there were to TV shows and comics in Solo and in Rogue One. And I really think that JJ needs to show literally everyone coming together for one final segment of this massive saga. I think taking that that literally just ripping off Endgame <laughs> and and showing because even even if we didn't get every single character in the you know and again spoilers for Endgame but um, in that assemble scene you know the funeral and and going back and seeing you know that little kid uh, from from um, Iron Man three and just kind of all of those characters being in that space I just think it would be so incredible just to sort of tie it all together if yeah if we did see Broom Boy. And we did see we did see some of these other characters kind of again all in the same shot. I, I just I really want JJ to be able to to put all this stuff on screen at the same time just for us to say goodbye. Uh, but I think this is about the Skywalker saga. Yeah, I think yeah. this needs to focus more on those characters, and I'm okay with it being one more time. Mm-hmm. And that this is the closing of that story. Right. And you it's leave the, the possibility because when is you know we don't know when Ryan Johnson's uh, trilogy is going to take place. Maybe he will take the reign and and you know be the first to move away from this Skywalker saga and right. and 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 focus on new characters. I think this one really needs to be about the characters from these previous eight movies getting their last little yeah. moment to shine. I, I totally agree with that. I, I don't think it's I don't think it's essential to have everything in the canon kind of you know come to this end amalgamation of the Skywalker mm-hmm. saga. Keep it to the nine movies, the characters that we've seen that are still alive, that have helped shape these nine movies. That's your focus. Mm. To have those other elements like a ship from a series, mm-hmm. a droid from a series, those are things that do follow continuity and you can plant as Easter eggs. Mm-hmm. But to then, you know, have a scene where you see like those characters, it's just, it wouldn't make any sense. It's it's literally there just for fan and service. It, it, it'll be cool if there's a, you know, an action sequence in, in, the, in the big, what looks like the big final space showdown and, and the ghost comes in and yeah. saves a, a ship right. or something like sure. that. That'll be cool. And yeah. it's going to be probably but, piloted by someone else, though, mm, right? Like yeah. so many years would have passed between where we are and, and where that where that show began. Yeah. Um, but I, I think the, the thing is, is that we're, we are looking at it as like, it's the end of the Skywalker saga. Yes, it's the end of hearing about Luke and Darth Vader and 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 you know that the mythology that has and the lore that has surrounded Star Wars, um, but Skywalker I think moving forward won't go away because mm-hmm. if we're going to refer to the new Jedi's as Skywalkers, you know what I mean? Like maybe that's what Ryan Johnson's kind of 
trying going to be paving is that you know no one will be known as jedis they'll be known as skywalkers oh you're 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 a skywalker Mm -hmm. you're a skywalker nate thank you um (laughs) well uh i definitely think this whole trailer is symbolizing the end like it's just the end the end the end i think what we learned from the last movie and even episode seven is that there is no way to predict what is actually going to happen yeah right this is all just taking stabs in the dark and as somebody who doesn't like trailers because I feel like they give too much away, mm-hmm. this did not, in my opinion, because mm-hmm. I don't know what's going to happen. Still don't know. We were making guesses. Yeah. You know, I have some tr- some some smaller predictions that are, you know, like, I think the Falcon's going to bite it. I think we're going to see the end <laughs> of the fall. And that'll oh, make yeah. me more sad than any character, yeah. let me tell you, yeah. you know, if, yeah, if yeah, somehow that, that happens. But I don't know. Um, I just, I think this is so tough to predict. And that's what makes that trailer so successful and so exciting is that we see how amazing it's going to look is the story going to live up to those sort of visuals that they they look like they're going to present to us it's exciting i think the you know with the caveat of predictions you always kind of set yourself up for failure you know you don't want to get too hung up in your predictions and I, i agree with with what kevin's saying it's like predictions are fun but this is why we do what we do and we like talking about what we like to talk about is because we get to have fun predictions and see if they come true are we heartbroken when they don't you brought up lost before Mm. Uh, that was like something game Mm. of thrones like yeah you know we've had all of those moments where we've gotten predictions and we've read really deep into those things and where does it go and where does it end up does it actually equal out probably not i think we just have to mediate the fact that we're having fun yeah. Right, and all fans should have fun and and analyze these trailers and look deep into these things and where things are going. But also, no, you don't know everything. We don't know everything. Yeah. We're just going based off of what we feel and what's been displayed. And it's what's great is in a roundtable like this, we get to see all the different insights. Right. right? If, cool. I, if I had one hope for for the movie, um, it would be that there is closure. Yeah, that they really do give it the proper send off, and it feel, you know, Jedi felt like that felt like the end of that story yeah um and, it, and in a lot of ways it was well obviously until you know they, they they decided to go back to it um so i want that i want to feel good at the end of it too that's that's a you know i i'm fine if they're singing with ewoks and banging on stormtrooper helmets like drums you know like yeah. something fun and positive feeling I, I would like that it's just uh it's just hitting me now that we are talking about the end of this trilogy when I mean, it doesn't even feel that long ago. No, but it's, we were... it's the end of the saga, right? Like right. the idea is like episode seven started yeah. progression of this, right? Yeah. Of where we were going. But yeah, that first announcement that Disney had bought Star Wars was uh, 2012, I believe. That's crazy. So yeah, it's seven short years later, here we are at the end of the third well, movie. And... 2015 was the release of... of right. And it will end of five movies, right? If you count Solo and and Rogue One in there, right? right. So we are going to find out if any of these predictions are true in how many days? Just short of uh, two months. I've got the the Star Wars app here. And inside the Star Wars app, it literally has like like a... 58 days, I would... It breaks it down. Let's see. Yeah, 58 days, 56 minutes. 22 seconds from now. So we'll be sitting in the theater 57 days from now watching episode one. <laughs> That's gonna we be are, a long day. We're doing the whole marathon, Justin. You're not gonna hang out with us for the entire marathon. I, I will. We'll, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. Let's see. We'll it's see. still, it's still 58 days away. All right. Well, that's it. Uh, we hope you enjoyed this week's episode as much as we enjoyed talking about Star Wars. Uh, and if you did, make sure to subscribe to us wherever you like to listen to podcasts. We are geek centric, and you can be too. 
which means you can also check us out on YouTube at youtube.com slash geekcentric. Follow us on Twitter at geekcentricyt and follow us on Instagram at wearegeekcentric. Um, speaking of the YouTubes, just really quickly, is there anything that we wanted to plug coming up soon? It's almost time for the spooky video. Spooky. <laughs> so yeah, we have some Halloween fun coming out uh, next week. Cool. And with it being Halloween, um, I think it'll be awesome to maybe do a little bit of our own podcast. You know, have a little bit of spookiness going on. So uh, definitely check us out next week. Justin, Kevin, thank you so much for joining us on this force-tastic episode. And as we say, love ya. Get home safe. Peace.